Hi, I'm P, and this is my podcast. Today was a very long day. Not like anything crazy happened. Actually, today, <laughs> today, um, my friend went to go see a place and this man comes and he's like greeting us in his underwear. And, you know, for a moment, I was just like, I had two things, two thoughts. One thought, why are you in your underwear? Second thought, me, I'm asking myself, like, why are you judging do you need to free yourself more? Maybe you should greet people in your underwear. So it was very, it was very interesting. Wow. It, that's the annoying thing about self-awareness is that you start to matrix things in your head and it's like this never ending fractal of like, observe from this side. What about this angle? And then this angle and then this angle. And it's like, okay, shut up. Yeah. It's fine. It's all maybe, fine. Maybe I just didn't like that he had pants on, period. Or maybe I do want to have my pants off. I don't know. He but. he had he didn't he had his underwear on and he had his shoes on. So I think if he didn't have the shoes, I would have been fine. But that, the shoes that because I, I was thinking to myself the visual. I was like, okay, like I guess pants off, shoes off. He just really ran to the door. But the shoes exactly the that's shoes too much. that takes it too far to me. Thank you. Cause I'm trying to pee. I'm trying to figure out what were you doing before? Did you just, have you been walking around in your shoes on? No. It was the no. shoes, everything else, you know? Cause I was like, he could have been chilling at home, but I was like, nah, he had shoes on. He had like whole sneakers on. Like he was ready for the day, ready to go out. No, that's a visual. Mm -hmm. I would have asked a question, I think. Because I, the shoes would have been the thing that pushed me over the edge to ask the question where I got to know what's going on. Why you got shoes on? Like, why do you have shoes on? Hi, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> do I pronounce your name Manasalim? Manazalin. Manazalin. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I very delicious <laughs> to, to hear Manazalin. We're getting your birth info right now, right now. We've got the birth chart. We've got the birth chart. You are a pure manifesting generator, a 5-1 pure manifesting generator, as to be expected when you spoke about chaos. <laughs> we live in a state of pure chaos. Controlled chaos is very manifesting generator vibes. Yes. How are you feeling right now at this moment? It's 9.30 where you are in Bali. It is. It is 9.30. I feel good. I feel like I can like decompress right now. It's so interesting. I think a lot has been happening with me, like mentally and the whole being a manifesting generator thing. I see how it plays out in like every single aspect of my life. And it's so interesting because a lot of shame can come with this position, I feel, mm -hmm. because I do change my mind a lot. And I know that can come off as very flaky. 
And so I have to like, you literally just made a video about this, about letting people down. And like, I had this realization of just like, yeah, my whole being is just unfortunately going to be letting people down. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. just, but you know, like, it's the only way. It's either you or me. And it has to be you. Because it can't be me. It, it can't, it can't be me. I can't let myself down on purpose. Like, so. Yeah, someone said in the comments on Instagram, they're like, is it okay to let myself down? I said, that's not the assignment. That's not, that's not the homework that I said. I said, let somebody else down. Yes, that's absolutely. I said, but. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, MG Tings. Wow. Yeah. Well, I feel like I was talking to someone about this where I feel less put together when I'm around specifically projectors and generators. I feel like I'm a mess when I'm around those types of people because they're so, I don't know. They're just less. Mm -hmm. That's the only, just less chaotic. They're way less chaotic, but I don't know how to, I don't know if the answer for me is like being less chaotic. It's just like, I think y'all just need to understand the chaos and be aware of it and know that if you're dealing with me, there's a little bit of chaos. There's going to be a little, there's going to be a mess. I wouldn't be late to meetings sometimes. Sometimes I won't show up, but then I'll do two times the work the next day because you know, like you just, just trust me. That's trust me. Just trust me honestly having people that just trust you even like bosses like because I work for myself so even with clients when I pick clients I'm like gauging their forgiveness level because (laughs) (laughs) I can't have you screaming at me because I didn't do something on time but because at the end of the day you will get your results it will all all is well all is always well I think but I don't think everyone views the world that way I yeah. definitely view the world as like all is well, regardless of if this moment feels like hell. In the end, everything's going to work out the way it should. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Yes, I love that. I'm wondering about that because MGs are very like fun-loving people. Mm-hmm. That's the, the fun-loving energy or just your wisdom, but probably a mix of both things. We have a lot of really great questions. Nice. So I'm excited to, to get into it. Actually, I'm going to use the questions to interview you. That's going to be great. Okay. Because I saw a question. Okay, here's a question. I want to know her art story. Obviously, mm. her during the summer 2020 BLM protests. I want to know both of our biggest inspo art background and why you make such dope art. So what is your, what is your art story? Mm. Great story? question. What's, What's my story? story? The whole story. Okay. So I didn't always consider myself an artist. There's like no one in my family that I can pinpoint and be like, oh, my mom. Oh, mm." yeah, there's really no one. But when I look back, I'm like, well, my mom is a wedding decorator on the side. So that's art. That's creativity. But there was no one in my family that like did art for a living or I didn't even know you could do it. Um, So I went to school for nursing. I did nursing for a year. And after that year, I called my mom and I was like, I'm sorry, mother, but this is just, this is not for me. Like, I know you see the vision and the vision is stability, but that's not enough. Like stability is not enough for me to want to pursue nursing. You're going to have to give me something else. And there was nothing else. Mm -hmm. So 
still on the like on the road of I need to find a job that makes me a lot of money. I went to the office and I was just like, like the guidance office. And I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I know that I've always loved computers. I just don't know what part of the computer. Is there a major that I can use a computer? Like what, what does that look like? And she brings up coding and I'm like, okay, coding makes a lot, coding makes a lot of money. I'm black. I'm a woman. Beautiful. This is such a great selling point. I can really like, <laughs> I can pay for <laughs> Yes. I can be the token black coder girl. I was like, this is amazing. That was really my dream. Did that first semester. Hated it. I literally cried every single day after class. Cause why am I looking for a semicolon in the, like, why am I spending my time right now looking for this semicolon? So after that, a semester of coding, I decided, okay, still love computers. This is just, this is not it. So I go back to the office. I'm like, what else is there? And then I found graphic design. So I was like, okay, design. So that's when that was like, when the journey of design started. Um, yeah, so I started doing design. I learned technical design, visual communication design. That's what I have my, my degree in. Pretty, pretty stand, like standard, nothing crazy. But summer 2020, when George Floyd died, I went to one protest and I live at that time. I lived in Virginia. So I've been in the DMV area since I immigrated to America. Most of my life was in Maryland. But when I grew up, I lived in Virginia. And the last place I lived was D.C. So I go to protest in VA. This is supposed to be a peaceful protest. I'm just going to show support. My plan was to just be in the background, just participate, be there. And I don't know what happened at the end of the night. I'm literally face to face with the cops screaming in his face, telling him that <laughs> he started out as like a, um, what's it called? I just started talking about the history. I was like, KKK. And then you became a slave patrol. And then now you're police. Like you guys are just changing the names. Like I'm just screaming at this man. just like face to face. If he was, if he was a cricket cop, whatever, he would have, he could have done anything to me. And I had like an outer body moment just being like, wow, you didn't plan to, be this angry and now you're so angry and I can only imagine in other states where it's not as safe to be protesting what that must be like for people because some cops are really reactive they could shoot you they could hit you they could do anything they feel in that moment so I went home and I decided I'm not going to protest anymore I was like that's for me having a plan to not be angry and then just end up being in that state I was like this is not how I can this is not my way of helping Mm -hmm. so I just sat And I reflected and I was like, well, I have design. Graphic design is all I have. And that moment was really important because I think everyone was trying to figure out how to help. And some of us was going out of our way to help. And for me, I had to sit and be like, what can I do within my means? Mm -hmm. And design, design was that. So I thought about people that were sick because COVID was happening, people that were immune compromised, people that were that had disabilities, um, people that I said, like, you're in an unsafe area. You just can't go out to be protesting. So how can we protest? And how I view the Internet is houses. So we all have our own individual houses. Your Instagram page is a house. Your Twitter is a house. Your YouTube channel is a house. And so when you go on the Internet, you kind of meet people virtually at their house. So I started thinking, I was like, OK, if I'm racist, where do I hang out on the internet? Like, where are my hangout spots? If um, 
I'm a cop. Where do I go to hang out? So I just started compiling hashtags and the plan was to flip the hashtag. So I was sick and tired as a black person seeing more black people being killed, more like just seeing black bodies every single day. And for me, it made more sense to target that to cops, to racist people. Like, I want you to see the dead bodies. I don't need to see more of this. Cops should be seeing this. So basically using hashtag strategy, using the algorithm for us. And it helped it like that's that post skyrocketed. I had no idea it was going to do what it did. It ended up reaching like 2.5 million people and just so many it was a whole thing of like people just messaging me being like, I'm disabled. I couldn't go out, but I made a profile today and I've just been protesting virtually. So just like meeting people at their house virtually and protesting and saying like Black Lives Matter. So that was how that like whole idea came to life. And from then on, I've always loved gradients. I've always gravitated towards them. So I knew within my work, I always wanted to include a gradient. I don't know what about them. I just, just I just great. love them. They're, so <laughs> They're just great. They're so great. Um, so yeah, from then I was like, well, Hey, <laughs> that was, that was, I didn't expect that to happen, but I really like making these posts. So I just continue making them. And so that's my art story. Like this was never planned. I just wanted to be a resource. And from then I grew into this, but also there was a moment of me posting only for that, for like black lives, black lives matter in that time. And so I had to sit with myself and and decide, am I going to be someone that's reactive to what's happening in the news? Because if that's the case, I'm going to have to be aware all the time and be willing to make a post and respond to what's going on. And I decided I didn't want to, I didn't want to be that artist. I didn't want to be an artist that just reacted to what was going on and rushed to my computer to make a post immediately after something happened. I do catch myself doing it sometimes if it, if I'm really triggered, but I try my best to sit with it before like sharing. Um, and I just started like, I just, yeah, slowly transitioned into sharing parts of my journal, parts of like things I've maybe read or processed. If I'm going through something that week, I'll make a post about it for something I need to hear. And I always tell people, cause they joke, they'll be like, I feel attacked. I'm like, I'm talking to myself first. These posts mm -hmm. are for me first before you take it in. I've already written about it. I've already like processed it. Um, <laughs> My dog said, hmm. <laughs> yes. So I've already processed. I've already thought about it. Like there, it's all for me first. And then you can take it and you can take what you, what you want and leave. Um, so that's my, that's my art story. I don't know. I still don't know where I'm going with this. I didn't even think I could be a job. Like I've gotten so many. Op Let's wait a sec. Sorry. I think there is a, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting to see if there's another bark. Okay. Um, I still don't know where I'm going with this. I didn't have a plan. I've never had a plan. And it's, it's so crazy. I'm, I always just think, I'm like, how long can you wing life? Like, how long? <laughs> <laughs> how long can you just wing it? Mm -hmm. And you know, for me, I, I don't think it's going to end. I don't think I'm going to be that person that like plans things. I, I say yes. And then tomorrow's a no. Actually, I just said yes. Now it's a no. And so I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just learning. I'm really learning to honor the way I work and not try to make it make sense to people because man, I know I can be, I know I can be confusing. I know I can come off a certain way to people, but the people that do understand my core and who I am, they stick around. They, they, they love the chaos and it's not even that chaotic. It's really not, you know, it's not, it's, it's not.
It's fine. It's fine. So that's my art story. That's how I ended up here. Of course, it's much longer, but that's just the summary of how I got here. That was really cool to hear. That's so inspiring. And also just a lot of mirrors to my same situation. So that's, it's really funny to like hear that and see that. So right now, when you make art, what do you say is like, the thing that activates you. I know this is different for everyone and it might not be like one thing, but like what makes you make art right now? Mm. Um, Because I need to hear it. Whenever I create it's because I need to hear it. Mm -hmm. It's 99% of the time. It's something that has happened that I am either struggling with or have processed, but for sure what ignites me is the fact that I need to hear it. And if I need to hear it, I feel like other people need to hear it too. And most of the time it's always like, the comments are always, I needed to hear this. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I need this too. I feel yeah. that. I feel that. Okay, so I want to get into this person's question. So your biggest inspo is you talking to yourself. Yeah, it's like I, I need yeah. to with myself. Your art background if I'm just letting this person know that their question was answered was, well, something that was interesting too, is you saying that you were into computers because I feel like that happens with MG sometimes, or it's like, I have this one thing that's cool. That seems interesting that I don't know mm-hmm. exactly what that, why I'm interested in that one thing, but I like that. And I was very similar. Like I liked weirdly psychology, finance, and video game design. And then like mm. design in general, like fashion design, architectural design I just like design and then those three those things and they all kind of line up now like it it all tied together so Mm -hmm. I like MGs or everyone honestly pay attention to like those weird little things where you're like hmm my eye direction for some reason okay cool and I think I think we answered that person's questions another fun art question that I feel like comes back or kind of connect to this is how do you choose colors for pieces Mm. Mm. it depends what it is right like if it's if it's important I will usually use like an orange most likely there's an orange in there Mm. and then I might throw in a little bit of yellow just to make it a little happy so my strategy actually from the beginning was I want to talk about things that are that's going to make you think but I want it to be in bright colors so that you don't really (laughs) think it's like that too much to take in, you know? It's like, ah, oh, we're talking about racism and the colors are just rainbows. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the duality of it all. Like, I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? That, that was like always my strategy. I thought that was really cool going in. So when I pick colors, I mean, sometimes it goes with like the meaning of the color, but sometimes I'm just like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe this is a really, um, like hard thing to take in maybe I'll make it like blue so you can chill and like take it in sometimes I'll work like that or I'll just put the opposite feeling of the color um even though the message doesn't give that feeling so it depends like what I'm trying to portray but I believe in duality so much so if the message is really hard to take in mostly most likely the colors are going to be more fun and like ooh, this is so exciting we're talking about shadow work yes yes yellow so bright so that's usually how I pick them 
That's that's so interesting and exciting. I like that that intentionality goes behind it. Yeah. I, that's really interesting. And sometimes I don't. Hold yeah. on. Oh, sorry. Sometimes I sometimes I don't care. Sometimes I just pick a color because I like it. That's also cool. Like uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like the mix of the strategies because then it just lets people know like you don't have to how how, how do you want to pick colors? you know yeah and so that's exciting all right another question since we're talking a little bit about some activism type things how do you cope with climate anxiety i don't have anxiety towards the climate every single day we're presented with so many things to care about Mm. and i'm tired because even with my own body i have so many things to care about i have to feed myself daily i have to like there's just there's just so many things of being a human that I don't this is this going on the internet so I'm trying to watch my words because we are part of the planet and we do participate but I can only do so much I can only do what I can do within my means yeah and to to try to be a savior for everything is is the most exhausting thing ever yeah so I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with the earth. I can tell you because it's not only, it's not dependent on me. It's dependent on us. So yeah, I try my best, you know, I use the straws. (laughs) I use the reusable straws. Uh, I, and and even what the hell is that? What does that even, what does that even say? I don't like, I would have to say something to ease someone's anxiety or pain, but I don't feel any anxiety towards same towards the the temperature and where that's going because I just I just don't I don't think we should because that adds to it too honestly yeah and so for, for my my angle on this because I I like sustainability because I don't like people not thinking like I don't like when people just aimlessly do stuff that yeah so like people yeah. like I'm gonna buy a haul of clothes I'm like you you don't care about any of the things that you exactly bought. there's no intentionality do you know why you even chose that color not that you need to know why you chose that color but like is I just I like intentional things that's my mm-hmm. that's why I like sustainable things is there's so much intention behind it but when it comes to the climate what helps me is that one day everything has and I know this sounds really wild some things have to end at some point and trying to control Mm -hmm. and say this should never ever end this should never and I'm not saying that we should just let the clock like let everything go or whatever Mm -hmm. what I am saying is that we don't need to control how long we have something for like exactly I feel like there's a lot of control in in that and it can be really helpful to accept the end of the world not saying yeah it's going to happen but like it, it's i mean i don't know if to stop it it only got to stop at some point like maybe I, yeah exactly billions of years at this point so like who knows <laughs> and so that kind of helps me but i like yeah. inability because of intention i like the energetics of sustainability and so I feel like if you are being intentional with your energy, then you are making a difference and showing other people like you can be intentional about your choices. You don't have to just go out and do things because other people are doing them. You can think exactly. about what you're doing and like, really, are you embodied in this decision? Like, or are you just mm-hmm. mindlessly doing things? That's for me, 
what makes reality sustainable is mm-hmm. but yeah i don't have climate anxiety yeah i don't neither should you whoever is listening don't do that to yourself like we're gonna be okay you know and if we burn we burn together we'll die. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever had near-death experiences because i feel like sometimes people who I have near-death okay yeah i feel like we have a tendency to be like we're just gonna die we're just you know? gonna i mean i was just talking about this to my friend i was like you know when you get on a plane a part of you is accepting the fact that you can fall to the ground and die yes like if, yes. i don't know i i'm surprised i would really be surprised if they were to do a poll and no one said the same because you have to you're it's like yes. a contract you're signing you either make it to your destination or you fall to the ground and you die so yeah. it's it's the same I'm literally one of my one of my almost it wasn't a near-death experience but it felt like it was going to be was in a plane where the plane was experiencing horrific turbulence people were holding hands across the aisle like people strangers were holding hands across the aisle and I was laughing looking out my window because I'm like because what can you do I mean (laughs) I mean, I, all I could do is laugh. And I feel like that I'm not telling you to go out there and have a near death experience, but like it helps when you embrace the end. Mm-hmm. And the Absolutely. The acceptance of it all. You have to accept the duality of everything, something going your way and it not going your way. And I think there's a lot of peace yeah. when you just accept, you accept whatever outcome. I love what you just posted with saying you said, if I'm going to fall, I might as well do a backflip, like yes, on the way down. I'm going to do a backflip. Yeah. <laughs> might as well. But I remember I did have this, this, this acid trip that I had one time where I was just feeling what it felt like to be alive. And it felt like I got pushed off of a cliff. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, because like we're just falling in time. Yeah. No, there's no stopping it. Like it's you're just your soul's falling through time. And I was like, mm. okay, I'm gonna do a That's backflip. it. <laughs> backflip on my way down. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about, let's move on from climate change and death. Yeah. <laughs> help for tapping into ease. Mm. Okay. So, one thing I just realized is how we look at peace. Peace is like a vacation. Like it's a place you can go and stay in for like five minutes and then you can come out of it. And I had this realization. I was like, I don't want my peace or ease or any of that to be a vacation. Like I want it to be where I just exist in that. But with that, you have to look for it because there is like a lot of chaos, a lot of things going wrong and all of that. But peace and ease is always right there. You just have Mm -hmm. to sit. You just have to sit and like, get in that frequency of it and when you do you realize nothing's wrong i'm just making this shit up in my head yes and that's really hard when you are not honest with yourself to get to yes and when people say things like this it's hard to take it in because you think they're just talking out that yeah you get a little triggered you're like well you don't have it as hard as me you don't get it maybe i don't have it as hard as you but peace and ease is always at your disposal it's always there for you you just have to look for it what was the question again so i can answer clearly you said i the question was 
lost in the words. I'm like, oh, wow. Help for tapping into ease. Yeah. Yeah. Sit. Like, just tune into it. It's, it, it, I think it is a frequency. It, it is there. And when you sit in it, it's amazing. And just remember that it's not a vacation or it doesn't have to be a vacation for you. It doesn't have to be something you go in and you come out of. You can exist within that. When something chaotic has happened, I'm super, I just try to be calm. I'm just like, well, I mean, what's my, my strategy is always, what's the worst that can happen? And what would I like to happen? And in that moment, you can pivot your thoughts to what you want to happen. But at the mm-hmm. same time, if that doesn't happen, you might still, you might still feel cha- like chaotic, the same chaos you were feeling, trying to put your energy into what you want. So just accept, just accept, just accept the moment. And just be, I don't know how to, how else to explain it, but just tuning yourself into that. Yeah. Like when you sit and you're quiet, you can feel ease and you can feel peace. Yeah. And the thing, so like you saying that ease and, ease and peace is like always there. It really is. And sometimes what can be really helpful is opening the door to experience that Mm. sensation and to open Mm -hmm. that door for some people you need to decide that whatever you're feeling right now is less necessary than peas and ease because what what we do sometimes when we're like like, i need to we think that that's the part of ourselves that has the control like we think oh you you know what to do because you're like obviously Mm. responsible you are like super like tight so like yeah you're the one that i should put in charge because you know how to get me out of the situation but you have to decide do you want to choose ease or do you mm-hmm. want to like have that part of yourself that feels like they need to have control be the mm. one in charge? You have to decide because yeah. it wants you to make the decision. Like I'm going to choose ease over angst and tightness mm-hmm. and anxiousness. Once you choose that, you get to look at the anxiousness, the tightness, whatever, be like, okay, you don't really need to be in charge. Like I feel you, but like you're, you're, I'm not choosing you though. That's mm-hmm you're there, but like, that's not really what I'm choosing. I'm going to go over here. And so it's like, like letting yourself know that it's a choice is is really, really helpful. I find and being willing to make that choice and like, what, what do you need from yourself to be able to make that choice a little bit easier? So for some people, like, let's say they want to choose ease in their workplace and Mm -hmm the part of them who is not okay with like having ease is like, if you relax too much at work, you're not going to get anything done. It's like, okay, cool. So I'm going to give myself a task list. I'm going to get, I will say that these three, what actually has to get done these three things. Cool. I promise that if I relax, I will get these three things. Mm, done. That going yeah. to calm you down. You go, will you trust me to be relaxed? <laughs> if I get these three things done. And they're like, fine, we can do the three things. I'll let you relax. And like kind of giving yourself something to work with. Yeah. I feel is makes it easier. I find. Yeah. I agree. I, I love what you said about choice. We always forget that we have choices. Like Mm -hmm. the post I just made about if you're showing up for other people more than you're showing up for yourself, it's time to stop doing that. And with your job as well, it's time to stop doing that. And someone commented saying, I can't like, it's just not possible. If I got $10,000, then it would be possible. Well, that's what you chose. That's, mm-hmm. Those are the guidelines you set for yourself. So mm-hmm. 
hopefully when you get the 10K, then you can give yourself time. But guess what? You can give yourself time right now with zero dollars. Like, you know what I mean? Like we make so many excuses to allow ourselves to enjoy life. And everything is a choice. Even the choice to enjoy life is a choice. Yes. Yes. And what's what like what taught me that, honestly, what taught me that lesson that you just said was not having money. Like I learned that when I felt like, cause I was, I remember I was talking to my partner about it while it was happening. I'm like, I feel like my neck is right next to a sword. Like it's, it's like <laughs> about to be over. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And at that point I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm chilling. Like, because I was just like, you might as well, might as well backflip on your way down. Might as well. I'm going to relax. Yeah. Honestly, that's like, I have to even remember to do that now that I'm like pretty well off in life. I have to let myself know, Hey, you got eased by letting yourself fall into a sword. Like you Mm. chill out. Mm-hmm. Chill out. Cause I feel like once, once you're not about to lose everything and you don't mm-hmm. like, there, if, there, if there's nothing to lose, it's like, all right, I'm very willing to relax. But if there is something to lose that willingness to make a choice, it sometimes it feels like it's a bit more restricted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like make a choice before you have nothing to lose because <laughs> it's not fun getting to that state of having nothing to lose. It's not. But it does show you that you have choices. Right. You can always choose something. Always. So, do you know about the fifth line and the projections thing? Yes. Okay. I do. Like, I can already feel projections that might come up from people listening to this podcast. And I'm like, that's going to be great. It's fine. But (laughs) because we're both fifth, I'm a five, two, you're a five, one. I'm like, we both got fifth on on display so this question someone asked they're a fellow five one and you're a five one how do you allow mm. yourself to be seen slash vulnerable through projections mm. ah <laughs> it's like a forever life thing honestly with everyone i meet um well one my biggest thing is knowing i cannot control people's perceptions of me i have zero control and that is the most freeing thing, whether I'm the most, whether I'm like super nice to them today, or they caught me on an off day where I just don't feel like being as expressive, whatever the hell, I just cannot control that. So that's how I deal with this truly. Cause before I felt, cause I am a different person around different people. <laughs> and then people tend to project their dreams and wishes on me. And they also mm. try to put me in their path for their life. So if they mm. want to be in like something, they think I'm going to get them there some way, somehow. So I must like move to this place with them because if I move with them, then oh. they will get there. But it's like, they're never thinking about me and what I want. So it's always this reminder that I have to put myself first and, and share what I want and voice that and be okay with, like you said, letting people down. Mm-hmm. Because with these projections, I'm constantly letting people down. Because before I've even allow myself to be my true self they already have a, pro- a projection of me mm-hmm. and then when I show my true self it's not the projection so you can get labeled as I don't use the word fake but you can get labeled you just get labeled mm-hmm. because you're not you don't yeah. match up with what they have in their head and 
I'm realizing I'm never going to match up to what they have in their head because I don't even match up to what I have in my head. Who I like, I'm constantly changing. I don't even know what I have in my head. (laughs) I don't even know what I have in my head, you know? So it's a really interesting thing. I think for me, like I have core close friends and they get to see me, but also even with that, there are some friends that don't get to see me for who I am. I'm okay also. I'm okay with knowing that everyone around me is not going to get all of me. Mm-hmm. That, that is okay with me. And I think you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with letting people down. You have to be okay with, yeah, people are just going to have different per- like perceptions of you and you cannot control it. The moment you try to, you've already, you're in the second place. Like there's no reason for you to try to uphold that projection. Even with my, my parents, so I think practicing with my parents is the biggest thing. Like, I'm not here to please you. I'm sorry. I can't like you birthed me, but I just cannot be living this life for you. It just does not make sense. It's it's exhausting. And for me, I don't know my throat. It tells me. I don't know what it is about my body, but if I'm like holding something in, if I'm not being my true self, my throat. Feels tight and heavy. Like I have to, like I, like I have to, I have to like say it or I have to do that thing or else it just feels like there's something like on my throat I don't know if other people have type of bodily like reactions like that but I just get enraged yeah very angry but that's the thing because you do you are an mg and Mm -hmm. that's like you're you have a motor kept to your throat so like there has like expression if it doesn't come out it's like locking power in your yeah yeah that's probably not in my throat enjoy it's not it's not enjoyable at all it's to the point where I can't ignore it so even if I do try to fake the funk Mm. I can't Mm. yeah the fifth line is an interesting experience and I I sometimes tell fifth lines during readings I'm like you people don't know you no one does honestly no one like no no matter how close they are and people be like that's so lonely and I'm like yeah but that means it doesn't actually matter who you are like you could just show up and then people are going to decide what they see and people are going to be like yeah man like i vibe with that or like i hate you for that i hate that you said like you know yeah do you have i have these experiences where maybe someone is like super in awe of me and i have to ask myself like why why are you in awe though? Like, what is it for you? Like, I know that's a weird thing, but because of the projections and people are sometimes out for themselves and their dream and what they have pictured and how I can help them to that dream. Mm-hmm. I'm always questioning, like, why do you want me to come so bad to that thing? Like, why? Like, why do you want me to be around so much? Not that I don't want to be around, but there's some people that is like overly, and I, I can feel the fact that they like, want me to be that thing and and Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know if it's a trust issue thing I don't know if it's a fifth line thing I don't know but I think with those projections like it makes me question people's true intention because Mm. yeah I've just had like few experiences like that where what I wanted and needed was never considered as just how I fit in that person's uh life and goals yeah that happens periodically Except like I've made it my career to like help people. 
And Mm -hmm. so what I have decided is that I only want to help certain types of people. And I don't know how to explain it exactly how to define those types of people, but they're, they're the people that I tend to attract who actually buy my stuff and like actually work with me. But then there's mm-hmm. times like periodically where people will DM me like, I need you to do da, 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 da. And I'm like, Oh no, I like that. Yeah. That's not, I'm not going to do that because it's not going to work one because mm-hmm. that like, I have to tell myself that I'm going to do like, I have to be an active participant in this, relationship and if you Mm -hmm. decide that I'm the one to help you and I don't decide that whatever I do is not going to work like it's just it's not I'd rather redirect you to yourself because like we need this isn't happening that helps but also just being really really clear about who I actually want to interact with energetically and I can feel it and if anyone's not them I just don't engage very much I'm like okay Mm -hmm. I'm going to reflect your energy right back to you. Like, leave me alone. Like, and not in like a mean way, but like, it's, I'm not the one. I don't. Yeah. Not yeah. <laughs> and all honesty. The dog. The dog. I'm surprised. I'm surprised my dog is being chill. Yeah, I know you have a dog, but you have such a good dog because I no. have not heard anything. That is hell. She. <laughs> she's a sweet she's a sweetheart but she's bad as hell um but i guess to end that i'm still trying to figure out how to move with like being a fifth line in the projections because it's an interest it's it's such an interesting uh placement it's so interesting even with like dating and partners right i'm like you don't even know me like you know me you don't you don't you don't even know me Yes, my partner and I are both lines, and like we both oh. can, we're just gonna like things underneath there that sometimes I see glimpses of. And I'm like, who is that? Who is that? What the hell? And like, <laughs> depending on who he's talking to, like this side will come out, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's when you're talking. It's when you, yeah. And even I watch it in myself too. It's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's like I used to work for Apple. I used mm-hmm. to be a salesperson for Apple. And there's this score that in a cardinal just up here. So cute. There's this score mm-hmm. like where customers can rate you on, mm-hmm. on the scale or whatever. And mine was always a hundred. No matter who I talked to, my score was always a hundred because I, like I would just, I don't know, like chameleon. And I'm still like, to me, I still feel like I'm being myself, but I can feel myself like seducing. Yeah. It's like, but. <laughs> seducing is the perfect word yeah and people are like amazing i love you i love you you're so amazing (laughs) oh my gosh it's an enjoyable like mm, experience i could do with anybody like anybody and that's at least that's how it feels for me and my partner i see him do it as well and i'm like and it's not he's not faking that's that's the crazy thing is like he's not yeah he's just he, he, he get into the the mode the zone. we're just we're just like that because the same thing and i've had a partner once that was like you're like one person with your friends and like one person with me and i'm like yeah just like, bring out, <laughs> like bring out a different side of me like what do you want me to say and i remember in that moment feeling so ashamed because i was like am i fake like am I really a different person? And as years gone by, I'm like, no, exactly what you just described is what happens with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Like all the time. And it just happens. It's not like I turn something on. I don't know. Like naturally I just 
you can just mesh with people and meet them where they're at. And I think we're really good at that. Yes. 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 I feel like, I feel like I turn mine on because I can turn mine off and just be very unapproachable. Like I turn into a piece of gray block matter. No, (laughs) no, I've said this, like there are people that might meet me and be like, she's the most boring. (laughs) She got nothing to say. There is nothing cool about her. Absolutely nothing. Gave me zero. And you know what? I probably did do exact. I probably gave you zero. That's okay. I met someone five minutes later and I gave them 100. And it's yes. just, it's like that. Yes, it is. It is. Okay. I want to talk about how to move through fear while mm. building self-trust. I don't understand the second part of the question. So I'm not going to read that one, but how to move through fear while building self-trust, I'm assuming is what that question was how to build through how to move through fear while building self-trust it's all a practice I think and it's a muscle like trusting yourself is a practice because it depends right if you grew up in a family that cultivated you to be someone that did trust yourself then great it might be easier for you but if you grew up as a people pleaser and you always had to second guess yourself it's really hard so little decisions like Choosing what to wear for the day. If something in your body says, I want to wear yellow and you pick the blue shirt, mm-hmm. you just, that was just an easy test. And you mm-hmm. not that you failed it, but like that was such an easy way you could have practiced trusting yourself. And I think we overlook little moments like that. Yes. And, and those are the little moments that when you add them up for when you have those big moments where you have to make a decision, that's like maybe it's fearful and you have to trust yourself in that moment. It's really hard for you to do because you've ignored all those little choices that you had to trust yourself. So how do you deal with that? I don't know. It's a muscle for me. It's practice. Like you really exactly what I just said, little things like that. Looking your look throughout your day. When do you have those little moments to trust your instinct and trust your gut? When something says go right, go right. Just just go right and see what's on the right side like just do it you can go back and turn left that's fine but go go right and and the more you do that the more it becomes less fearful and the more you realize that whatever's on the other side of you trusting yourself is it's not going to kill you and if it does then maybe that was what was supposed to happen you're supposed to die mm-hmm. i know that was really dark but like one day one day we're not gonna have to say that that was dark when we talk about you know about death come on but yeah just just try it just do it the more you trust yourself the more you trust yourself literally because those when you were talking about making those small decisions because when you do make make those small decisions it starts to just become a thing you do you're like yeah well i said i like that purple shirt so i'm gonna wear that purple shirt like there's no there's no thought behind it i just i like it so i'm doing it and so you talk like that about everything about everything Mm -hmm. like I was thinking to myself actually the other day where I'm like, have I ruined myself? Because I literally will not do anything I don't want to do in any, no. in any, in any capacity, <laughs> in any capacity. I don't care who's on the other side of that phone. If I don't want to answer, I'm not answering. I don't it care is. the opportunity. I don't care how much money I don't care. If I don't want to do it, I am not doing it. And truly, literally, I'm like, how else are we supposed to live life? Like how else am I supposed to exist? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it permeates every part of my existence. And it's to the point where like, 
my partner, he's just like, he's like, I do the dishes a lot. And I'm like, cause I don't like doing the dishes. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, yeah. And in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I want to make the load easier on him. I'm going to hire someone to wash the dishes. Cause I refuse, I will not do it. Mm-hmm. And then it, I was just like, you sound kind of crazy. Like you sound kind of mm-hmm. crazy. And I'm like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do it. And I'm not going to. And guess not- what? You don't have to. You don't have to. Exactly. But you made the you made the choice. You made the choice, though. There are people that will be like, "Well, it is crazy for me to hire someone to wash the dishes, so let me just go wash it." Well, you just you just you just robbed yourself mm. from a life of not having to wash dishes. Because guess what? Even if you don't have the means to hire someone, you choosing to not want to do it, there will be there will be a solution. Something yes. will show up that will help you with that. Yes. Yes. So just trust yourself in as many ways as possible until it becomes normal for you mm-hmm. so that you don't even have to like think about self-trust as much. And it doesn't mean that you like never have time where you're freaked out, but the more you trust yourself, the more you trust yourself. Another question that I feel like ties in with this, because you also talked about like winging it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, love that winging it energy. Did I screenshot these questions like five times? What? <laughs> I'm like, what am I even looking at right now? Speak on your money mindset. I love your, the energy you guys have about money as artists. Mm. Ooh, okay. Money is so interesting to me because I don't take it seriously. And mm-hmm. I used to take it so seriously. It was like this thing because I didn't have, I was just like so desperate to have it. And I didn't come from money. So I've always been in the search of having money. Like innately, there's just something in me that's, I need to be comfortable because I see where I came from. I don't want to be like that. So I just want to put that out there that I didn't come from money ever. I'm, I'm literally a refugee girl living out here in Bali. I don't know how I got here. Like I said, I winged it, but my relationship with money has definitely changed over the years with just, yeah, go back, going back to what you were saying. I just, don't do things I don't want to do. Mm. And because I don't do that, good things happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like choosing satisfaction brings more satisfaction. Yes. Choosing frustration brings OMG. more frustration. So for example, a job, like I've, oh my gosh, the whole 2020, let me just briefly talk about that 2020 year. Mm-hmm. I got an apartment, I got an apartment and I didn't have a job, but you know, I'm someone that would do that. You don't have to be like that. Don't be like me. If you choose to go for it. I didn't have a job, but I knew, I don't know. I'm also, I'm just a very trusting person. Like I trust, I trust the, I trust the universe and I trust that whatever I want, I'm going to get it. I may not know how to get there, but if I put my mind to it, I will get it. So me choosing to get that apartment was believing that I would have. I want to pause there. And I want to talk about you being a trusting person because that is a choice that someone could make today to be a trusting person. Yeah. And so like that, I don't want to say, well, Mazeline, Mazeline is trusting. And that means that, mm-hmm. that means that that's why she's able to do that. I can't be, are you willing to be trusting? I that's, train that, myself to be trusting. Exactly. I like, train myself. You can choose that. I, I just wanted to stop there and ask, talk about that because I, I, I can hear an excuse. I can mm-hmm, hear it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But keep going. <laughs> I choose, I train myself and I chose to be trusting. The quote, I read The Alchemist and I think that changed my life a lot. The quote goes something like, the universe conspires to help you, whatever you want, like the universe conspires to help you achieve it. When I read that, I 
genuinely believed it in my gut. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, so, okay, whatever I want, the universe just wants to help me get there. I'm, I don't have to know how to get there. I just need to be clear on what I want. Cool. So that's just how I move. So mm-hmm. if I want to make a certain amount of money, I just need to get clear on how I want to make that money and mm-hmm. what ways. So I decided there was a moment when I stopped working. I, I was like, I want to make money for my art. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what type of art I would be making. I didn't know. I didn't know this field was even possible. I didn't know anything. All I did was I was clear on the fact that I love gradients <laughs> and I wanted to make <laughs> posts <laughs> about gradients. And I didn't want to work a nine to five. Mm. I didn't want to wake up. The feeling of waking up and clocking in is is for me like the jump off of I, I would jump off I'd rather jump off the cliff than do that so I just got very clear on the fact that I didn't want to do that for a living and the opportunity just presented itself and I know the other person listening to this is like you didn't you didn't give me steps you just do it just <laughs> just just do it like just try don't even try. That's not enough. Just choose and make the decision. Look mm. at your brain as like a switch, like turn the switch on and keep it mm. on. Mm. That's how I visualize when it's time for me to train myself, quote unquote, to think a certain way. I look at it as a, this is a switch. I'm going to turn this switch on and this yeah. switch is going to be on and I'm going to move accordingly as if that switch is on forever. Yeah. And that helps me. Oh, that's so, that's so, did y'all, did y'all hear that? That's so good. <laughs> that's so good. Because like, that's, it has to be a continual, continual, continual choice mm-hmm. that you make to like be supported. Like I'm, I'm going to be supported by reality. I'm deciding that that's, that's the truth of this reality is that I'm just supported by it. Yes. And, when you don't make that choice or when you, when you start to, when you start to like, feel like certain things are not possible, reality will say, yep, that's, you're right. That's less reality's job is to be like, you're right. That's all, that's all it does. That's all reality does all day. You're right. It gives you right back exactly what you say that it is. And so trying things out is how you show yourself that you can continue to try things out. And that's why, like, when I said winging it, I feel like people don't think that I'm winging it because like, it's, I, I feel like I, around me right now where I live, I've blended into regular society somehow. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> don't mm-hmm. know exactly how that happened, but I look like a regular civilian living in life. And I'm like, y'all are out here with these 401ks and what is that? investments and, 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 and I don't know, life insurance. I, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm playing and I'm going to keep playing because I'm supported keep and, I keep, and I keep being supported. I don't know how the exact steps, but I do create what I call, this could be really helpful for those of you who are mercurial what is it? What do I like to say? Believable portals to be supported by reality. So, so a nice analogy for this that I like to think of is when I think about like dating, right. And if I'm helping someone who's trying to create an experience with a partner, 
And I asked them like, okay, so you believe that you can have the partner you want? Yes. And they're like, yeah, I, I believe that. And I'm like, cool. Are you like on a dating app or are you leaving your house? Like, are you interacting with other people? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. So do you actually believe that you're going to like meet someone? And they're like, in theory, yes. And I'm like, okay, because there's a part of you that does not actually believe that if, they, if you're not doing things to open up portals to receive that person. And so, and I don't mean that the portals have to be the way that you receive that. Like you can get a dating app and then run into someone at a coffee shop. It's just the fact that you like opened up that like believable portal is, is so important. And it helps your mind not fight the trusting the universe thing. It's like, oh, well, I can see the possibility and the potential for this, but that potential, that potential energy is what opens you up. Yes. 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 (laughs) Like even with me ending up with this whole art thing being my career, right? Like I was like, I want to make money from art, but actually that was such a, it wasn't, it didn't start out like that, but I knew I wanted to like make a living with design in my art. Actually, maybe it did. I don't remember, but it did. My parents, it in me I need I needed to make money that was just I'm 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 an immigrant I'm from Liberia like if you're African listening to this you know that you know the story um but I just chose my avenue my avenue the easiest way I could do that was I was like Instagram Instagram did I know I didn't I didn't know what was on the other side of that but I was just like well what's in my means right now is making these posts so I'm gonna just make these posts what you have available already use that what do you you have a phone use it do you have like use what you could use and just start doing Mm -hmm. and your commitment that like is your commitment to the belief Mm -hmm. yes uh yes i love that this is great okay i'm gonna ask maybe one one or two more creating community from ground zero how do you manage mm. that how do i what what was the last part how do you suggest doing that um <laughs> i winged it so i don't know <laughs> uh just being yourself being authentic i think I really believe that we are assigned people like each person here is assigned like people mm. that need to hear your message, need to hear your story, need to just hear you or see you. So by showing yourself and choosing to put yourself out there, those people will find you. But you, you first have to do the work and put yourself out there. Mm. Um, I, I think your community is always waiting for you. They're just waiting for you to show yourself. And a lot of people have so many cool things or doing all the things and it's like they just don't want to share and it's like well you don't want to share um no one's there to take it so i don't know what to tell you Mm. yeah yeah my first thought was like 3d community and i'm like i'm not the best at that i'm like i have five friends that are that i (laughs) hang out with i'm like i I was thinking like okay (laughs) virtual community yeah show your i could throw a party and there would be some people there but like my community is is approximately five people in real life and that's because i 
am a hermit. Yeah, online community. For me, I did not intend to build community because I am a hermit. So that was was not my intention. My, my intention is like, I make pretty things and I want people to see it. <laughs> like, that's it. I was like, y'all need to see this. <laughs> Somebody come look at this. That's <laughs> Look at what I made. It's literally like Instagram and all of this is just show and tell. We're just show and telling the things that we're doing. Yes. And I think we all have audiences waiting for us. So just show and tell the things you're doing. And people, yeah. people will be promised. They'll come. Yes, they will come. They will come. And the more you like to look at your own stuff, that, that'll help too. Cool. And last, last question. How do you manage moving, traveling? I love my as an artist, but I'm trying to adjust to big moves because this is, I don't travel that much. So mm, how do I handle it? It's so interesting. You're asking me these questions. <laughs> Everything is like, I just did Wait. it. <laughs> I'm really trying to be helpful because I know there are people that just winging things are just so scary to them it's like I couldn't like I just can't I just can't book a ticket when it doesn't make sense like I booked my ticket to Bali when I just signed a a 12-month lease Mm. um this is how I live my life like I just (laughs) I just I don't know I booked the ticket I was tired of living in the states I wanted to come back to Bali so I booked the ticket and lo and behold, there was someone waiting at the barbershop to sublease my apartment. Little stuff like this happens, but it's only because I made the decision mm-hmm. to come. So how do I handle it? There's nothing really to handle, but just choosing like where I want to go, how long I want to be there. Of course, I have work. So there is I do struggle with feeling guilty about living in the beautiful environment that I'm in and being on my computer. Like mm-hmm. I spend I'm on my computer doing digital work. You have to be on your computer. So I do feel guilty about that. Cause I'm like, you're in such a beautiful place. Like, are you taking advantage of that? I can honestly say I'm not sometimes. Um, you, sometimes? Hmm? you get out sometimes. Oh, I do. Like I, I do. I make sure I like go out on the weekend, like try to go to another town or even the day. Sometimes I'll just give my day myself the day off. I remember one time I made a reel and I was like, I just relax on a Monday and someone's in my DMs. Like, what do you do so much? You can relax on a Monday. You're just telling people to relax on a Monday. Like not everybody can relax. on. (sighs) Maybe that's why you don't relax is because you have some fear about people being upset that you're relaxing. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I make the decision to go somewhere and, you know, um, the work gets done at the end of the day. That's all I care. As long as the work gets done at the end of the day, it's not that deep. And also the work that I feel like I do is not, it's not like a doctor where I'm cutting someone open. So it's time sensitive, but it's okay. We can't, you're going to be all right. If I get this to you 45 minutes late, you're going to be all right. That's (laughs) It's okay. Um, there's I nothing I would not be able to be a doctor. I'm like, that's you got to rely on me a little too much. That's why nursing. I was like, oh, we're going. I literally remember saying this, looking at the cells of the body. I was like, oh, we're going way too deep into the body. I was like, <laughs> I was like actually, I don't want to be this deep in the body. Um, this is definitely not major for me. It's time to go. <laughs> 
that's how I, that's how I, mm-mm, looking too close. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. This has been so great. Maybe, oh, also, do you sit by a window when you work? Sometimes. Yeah. I yeah, do. You're, so, you're basically outside. I just moved by the water too. So I, I just look at the ocean. Like it's beautiful. so beautiful. Yeah. I, I, cause I have this thing about like technology guilt and I get it. Cause like we're addicted to our phone. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the anti-technology energy that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's so cool that I can be on my phone or on my computer and like look and see trees in the sky. Like what? that's so cool. I feel like getting that mix of experiences is really nice. So like sit by your window. If you feel like you're working a lot, sit by your window. You, you're seeing that's the outside. That's that's it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm always, I always have to work by a window because that way I feel like I'm still interacting with my external environment and mm-hmm. it helps at least. And looking is interacting as well. That just me. I just thought about when you said that. Yeah, that is interacting. You don't always have to be like outside feeling, touching, seeing is a sense, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. For me, it's my personal favorite. I am obsessed mm-hmm. with my, with being able to see all these things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. This has been amazing. I'm, I feel Be like fun. it's, this is so fun. I'm going to come visit you in Bali. Please do. I love talking to you. Just chatted. Like I've been, we've been chatting for, for some time. This is the yeah. first time. <laughs> So fun. So what are you working on? How can people find you? What are you up to? What am I working on? What am I working? One of the things I'm working on, I don't know if I'm allowed to say yet because it's like going to be launched. But in June, I'm going to be coming out with some things (gasps) that you can use on like your electronics and stuff. And I'm really excited for that. (laughs) Um, also of this year, hold me to it. I want to have a card deck. I want to make a card deck and I want to have one. I want to have one completed by the end of this year. Okay. Uh, what else am I working on? I'm working on living and, and being present in my yeah. body and, and just hopefully showing up more on the internet this year. I think I just, I purposely accidentally maybe maybe wasn't purposeful but I think I accidentally just became more I'm a hermit but when your community is building you feel like you have to be there once it's like kind of stable I'm just like okay y'all are good great I'm gonna go back to being inside like I was um but now I do want to show myself more I think the fifth line thing is a struggle for me on being online because man when you're when you're perceived you're perceived as a fifth line it's, the eyes is on you. The eyes is on you. So I really yeah. want to work on saying fuck it to that and just like showing myself as whoever I am um, and just being okay with that. You can find me on Instagram at sa.ll. I just misspelled it. Let's try again. <laughs> at e only because one eye was taken whoever has it i would love to have that name thank you um and what else i have a youtube i don't really post on there don't hold me to it i have a podcast i 
I did it once and, and you know, hey, we do it and <laughs> we, we move on. It might come back. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I'll be there. I'll be chilling on there. But yeah, I remember I shut down my podcast for a while and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to pod. I'm bored of this. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if you're bored. You're just doing it too much. And I'm like, okay, cool. So month, once a month feels nice or twice a month. I was doing it every week and that's just very repetitive. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I want to interview you. If I bring my podcast yes. back, I want to interview you. I just, I want to know so many things. I like, as you're asking me questions, I'm like, I want to, I want to ask some questions. <laughs> get to it (laughs) this was amazing i want you to enjoy the rest of your night i know it's nighttime relax breathe whatever it is you do to open up at night thank you for this conversation and your time thank you so much for chatting with me thank you for for also like creating such a good space on the internet and freeing so many people there's so many times when you post i'm like yes and i just feel a little freer and a little lighter and that's so needed I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm really happy. And I feel the same way about your art. That's, I feel so refreshing. That's why when you, when I saw your name, I was like, how have I not had her on my pop? So yeah, thanks for existing and making beautiful things and winging it. You too. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> 